if you've ever wondered, is there a looming housing crisis coming to us? You come to the right place, although the answers may not be what you're expecting. Hi, my name is Don Thornton. I am known as Don the Short Sale Guy because in 20 years of my real estate investing career, I've helped well over 3,500 homeowners get out from under upside down mortgages, save themselves from foreclosure, and drastically mitigate the damage to their credit long term. In this video, I'm going to talk to you about a possible looming housing crisis. We're going to talk about Credit Suisse and their difficulties as maybe being a, a, a canary in the coal mine as far as what could be happening soon. We're going to talk about the danger of so many hedge funds and institutional investors who bought up so much inventory of single-family houses in the country and why it won't take much to them to start dumping their properties, which is going to lead to a huge crisis of liquidity and interest rates going, I mean, excuse me, uh, prices going down and so on and so forth. And then finally, why this is will be such an amazing opportunity for those of us who know how to make money in a down market, short sales, and why you should be involved in that as well. So let's talk about Credit Suisse. Now, I know a lot of you probably have no idea what's going on. I make no claim that I'm a big expert, but I watch, and I've been concerned about this for a long time. Understand that we have had low interest rates for so long that people, institutions get used to easy money. And so what's happened when, when inflation started, and we know the reasons why, you know, it's a lot of things, COVID, we had... Um, you know, the supply chain issues, then we've got a war in, the, in Ukraine between Russia and Ukraine, all this stuff. And of course, in, energy prices going up, everything, it's, it's all one big kettle of soup that is causing inflation to go up. And so typically, central banks like the Fed, their response to inflation is to raise rates. That's a controversial move. A lot of, a lot of the um, people in the finance in, in, uh, sector are saying that they raise their rates too high too quickly. And that that's caught, has, has having a very negative and risky effect on the markets and so on and so forth. I mean, I'm not going to get into policy. I'm just talking about what's happening and what could happen. So Credit Suisse is really on is, is close to I don't know what they collapse, but it may be there. And you can you can go you can click on Google. You can search Credit Suisse. You can get into the details on that. As, you know, as far as you want. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there are very, very legitimate concerns about what's going on with this bank. And is that going to be the start of, you know, a, a contagious disease of other banks being in similar issues? I'm worried about Credit Suisse could be the canary in the coal mine of, you know, banks starting to fail or declare bankruptcy. That's what happened with Lehman Brothers in 2008. Uh, go back and Google that and, and YouTube that and talk, and you'll see, you know, Lehman Brothers declared bankruptcy and, you know, all these pictures of, uh, or, or clips of, uh, you know, employees crying and leaving the the thing with the you know, boxes with all their, their uh, all their belongings and so forth. It's pretty scary stuff, and that was a, that was one of the triggers, one of the first things that started happening when we had our crisis. Now, um, Credit Suisse is thinking about laying off five hundred thousand to eight thousand employees, which is about twenty percent of their workforce. Could go even farther. They're trying to sell off a lot of their stuff. Now, listen, there, if you if you get into the nitty gritty of this Credit Suisse thing, you can see that yes, it was really badly managed. 
But if we remember 2008, didn't we find out that there was a lot of very badly managed uh, uh, entities, financial entities back then? And so what, what, they all of a sudden changed? They stopped being you know badly managed? Low interest rates, easy money can cover a lot of sins and gets people to make risky decisions that can come home and haunt them when the easy money tap is turned off, or at least it's turned down some. And that's what the, that's that's a big issue. We're worried about that because, you know, remember, there's there's a, there could be a very big liquidity crisis here. If you go down, if you look at Credit Suisse, they don't have that much cash available in comparison to what they have with their debt, and that's that's worrisome. So what I'd like for you to do is to uh, subscribe. Go up and subscribe, and if you want to get content like this, please, I'd love to have you uh, on as a subscriber. And I'll have to give you good content and show you how you can make money in the coming downtime. The second thing I want to talk about right now is the danger that we have from institutional investors. You know, I what drives me crazy is when I talk to people who have rose-colored glasses and they think that everything's fine, there's no problems. And the, the constant theme I hear from people saying that we're not, you know, there's no looming housing crisis, there's no problems everything's fine, is that they say, well, there's no toxic mortgages. Well, yeah, you're right. There's no subprime deals. There's no people, you know, getting um, no no income, no doc loans like there used to be. They're not selling them off to in bundles to infect the entire uh, economic uh, or the, the financial industry. But history does not repeat itself exactly. Tendencies repeat market goes up and down and there and it, there's always a down if you look back at the at the financial crises that's, been, that's happened in the united states and the world frankly it doesn't have to be only the great recession it doesn't have to be the great recession that we had these things go up and down and usually what happens is that there's a there's a boom there's a really high growth period and the same dynamics continue to happen is that people think the, the money's i mean that they're always going to make money the markets are always going to go keep going up rents are always going to go up and they don't plan for a worst case scenario. I feel like that's what's gonna happen. And what I'm worried about with all these hedge funds and all these big companies that have been buying up real estate, retail real estate, single family homes, duplexes, quads, you know, uh, apartment buildings. You know, what I worry about is that they're all banking on higher rents. And with interest rates rising, like they have been, and we don't know where that's gonna happen. What happens when those funds and those companies decide they want to dump their dump their portfolio you ever think about that if one starts that could that could lead to a domino effect and we could get significant significant price drops and think about that how many people have bought or refinanced their their properties in the last three or four years at the top of the market and if you have these hedge funds that are dumping that would will dump these price these uh, properties and put them on the market. All of a sudden, you're going to have a lot of prices dropping. Rents are going to start dropping. Okay, and so all these people that bought these investment properties and they were uh, counting on rents rising or at least staying similar. If these go, if that goes down, then they're going to dump or they're going to they're going to have to to uh, to sell and. It may be difficult for them to sell if they all of a sudden they wake up and realize they're upside down. So what I'd like for you to do is leave a comment. Uh, I'm 
I love to give you guys great uh, content here, and I really want you to engage with me. So by all means, go down and comment, ask me a question, give me your opinion. I'd love to hear from you because uh, that's all. The, that's the whole point of this is, is to engage and provide content that is viable to you. So I'm not saying that this is going to happen. I'm saying that I'm worried about it. But I'm also saying that there's potentially a massive opportunity for people that realize right now, while there's still time, that you need to start thinking about when the market goes down, if it goes down, are you ready to make money? Because I've talked to so many investors, so many real estate agents, they came into real estate within the last 10 years. They have never seen a down market. They don't know what that's like. And so they are not prepared to make money in a changing market, in a bear market, as we, as we say. It's not a boom market. It's not a bull market. It's a bear market. There's going to be. And so those of us who've been doing this for a long time, I've been doing 20 years, lots of short sales. I'm ready and I'm waiting. And when it happens, I'm going to make a lot of money like I did. Not that I don't make money now, but I made a ton of money back then. And I'm getting that ready. That's why I'm expanding my business. I'm moving to the, all 50 states. I'm already starting to create networks and relationships and strategic alliances with investors over the country. So when they start seeing more and more upside down homeowners uh, or property owners, they're going to come to me and we're going to join venture and we're going to be able to make a lot of money together. I personally believe that this, that if wholesalers right now, especially wholesalers or fix and flippers who, who uh, find their uh, investment properties uh, from distressed sellers and they, they, they're, they're, their market, their, their strategy is predicated on a stable or a rising market. They're going to have, they're going to be in a world of hurt when it starts going down. And so if they learn now and start working with me now, and I can teach you about what to do about short sales and how to make money in the down market, they're going to be prepared. It's like that fable where you have the ant and the grasshopper. The ant spends all summer, you know, preparing, storing food and so forth while the grasshopper plays and doesn't think about, you know, the consequences of winter. And then when the fall comes and it starts to get cold and, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? No way. He, you know, he dies. Right. So that's how I saw that happen already back in, 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 in 2008. Actually started in 2006 in Florida. So I don't want you to have to go through that. So, reach out to me, go down to the description. You can see um, you know, how to contact me. And let's talk about how you can be the ant and not the grasshopper, because I'm going to teach you, but you have to reach out to me so we can do this. So thanks very much. I appreciate uh, you guys coming every week to watch my videos.